Hello, everyone. This is Mark from Super Person Podcast. This is part two of our series on fatherhood. Um, in this segment or, or this episode, Lil and I have a discussion about uh, his relationship uh, with Sam and and um, and relationships in general and, and the dynamics on how they work. But I hope you guys uh, enjoy it. Here it is. You know, but that's that's what you, that's why you have a good partner. Mm-hmm. You know. Because she's going to balance that. Yeah, she already has. I mean, right. She already has. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, I, I would probably feel way more nervous knowing, oh, my God, there's a baby coming, and mm-hmm. I know nothing about babies. Right. But, like, Sam's actually, she helped raise her sister's kids. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, actually, like, without going through the birth and everything, like, she's been through a lot more than I knew before right. I met her. Like, I didn't, I had no idea she'd done all that. But, you know, through us having conversations, she, you know, told me about how she helped raise her niece and her nephew and about how, you know, what the daily life looks like. Right. Like, what does it look like? Um, so she, she already has experience with that. So I'm like, wow. Like, so she's kind of a pro. <laughs> she's kind of a pro. Yeah. Right. So I'm really gonna, you know, lean on her for, you know, the everyday kind of stuff. But like, I've taken it upon myself to go and get some books, mm-hmm. you know, to t- further my, you know, what I know about kids and, um, I picked up a really good book um, by a couple of, um, I guess they're clinicians. Uh, one of them is a, psycholo- a child psychologist. The other one is a... Also like practitioners. Yeah, he's like a practitioner. One of okay. them is an MD. Um, the guy that's an MD, his name is Gabor Mate. Okay. And I believe the other guy, he's a neurologist. And his name is Gordon Neurofield, I think. Um, but the book is called Hold On to Your Kids. And it's really like a child psychology kind of book. Okay. And so just through reading this book, um, it kind of gave a lot of um, answers of kind of why kids do the things they do. And the whole book is oriented in in a negativity of um, peer orientation, like raising your kids so they're not peer oriented mm-hmm. and so that they're parent oriented. But some of the things that they that stem from the peer orientation is a lot of the things that we see today, like, you know, the outright rampant social media that's just, you know, everybody trying to show off to each other and trying to be like each other and, you know, trying to see yourself how high you can get on this, like, kind of like a coolness scale. Right. Um, whereas when you look at other, other cultures that aren't peer oriented, um, the kids are really attached to... Um, not only the parents, but just adults in the village or the or whatever they whatever they live in, whatever construct of, of uh, society that they live in, um, and so they get these um, connections with people who are more mature, and so they get their values from those people that are more mature, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how it how it's been, you know, up until I guess recent recent past, recent being like. I don't know, like the 40s or the 50s, right. according to the book. Um, and they said that you know the, the world wars had a you know a lot to play play into how everything kind of shifted. Um, and I can't even begin to repeat some of the things that were in that book because I just I can't remember all that stuff. But at the same time, it did help shed some light on like my own childhood. Right. Like I kept finding myself connecting back to my own childhood and being like, oh yeah, I remember going through this. I remember experiencing this, and it kind of validated some of the things that were talked about in the book. Right, it sounds very therapeutic. Um, one thing that I do know is the children are a product or 
they're connected to whatever trauma their parents have had in their their childhood or their upbringing, and they project it. You know, as how they have they how they move at school or elementary school around other children. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times the energy that the parents give them in the household is thrust upon them. And then when they're out with their peers, you mm-hmm. know, if they're trying to clamor to get their parents' attention, mm-hmm. they may be at school being even nuts to try to get everybody else's attention at school because right. they're not getting it at home. Or if the parent is too aggressive at home, the kid's going to go back to school and be aggressive at school around their peers. You know, mm-hmm. it's so there's all those type of connections. But when you can reflect, like you said, the book made you reflect on your childhood. Mm-hmm that's getting you already to work on that. Like mm-hmm. it's getting you to understand like when, when she's finally here, mm-hmm. just cause I had issues per se with my dad when I was a kid, I'm not going to mm-hmm. put that on her. Right. You know, it, it makes you think, and that's just an example. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. you went through that, but it's, it's good. It's like, you're preparing yourself for the battle, right? Yeah. You repair, you're preparing yourself to be able to recognize mm-hmm. when things are coming your way. Yeah. It kind of helped mm-hmm. me, I guess for lack of a better term, to abstract a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really able to like remove myself from the situation. Like I can actually think about it. Like I can think, oh, I liked I liked my dad when he did this stuff growing up, but right. I didn't like when my dad did this stuff growing up. So right. I get a chance to see what because like nobody's perfect. No. Like, like nobody's ever perfect. So like right. you're always gonna you're always gonna have um, faults or right. or things that you you find that oh I would I wish I would have done this better. Right. Um, and so like my, my parents weren't perfect, but like, I really appreciate everything they did for me. Like I have, you know, four other brothers and sisters, um, one deceased, but, um, you know, growing up, like they were just sacrificing everything they had to just make sure we had a good life. Right. Like, man, like I, I I appreciate that so much more now that I'm like going to be a father in the next, you know, two months. Right. And you, you also have the other side. You have a partner that may have an idea of how she wants to raise a child. But you guys are on the same page for the most part. But she may have, after the child's here, you guys are going to have your different ways of doing things. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, that's just the nature of what it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no rhyme trust, or reason to it. I really mm-hmm. trust Sam's intuition. I oh, yeah. really do. Like, I've really learned to really trust it because her intuition is sometimes it's just scary how dead on it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just flabbergasted by it sometimes. And I'm like, I do all this time trying to think and read and do something and chill in two seconds. Just give me the answer. And I'm like, yep, that was it. Yeah. So it's like, I know I have to work way harder to get to, you know, a, you know the same spot as she does in like two seconds. Right. So I just learned to rely on that and cut out <laughs> cut out a lot of the effort on my end that I'm like, okay. Because she, she's, you know, she has a really good head on her shoulders. Right. Right. Getting a good part or having a good partner is, is not even half the battle. It is the battle. You know, it's mm. not, you can't say half the battle. It is the battle because, um, you know, she's going to, she's going to run with the gauntlet and, 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 and she's going to support you all the way through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's almost like you need each other. It's not that she's, you know, so much ahead of you is that, mm-hmm. For her to be where she is and as bright as a star as she is, she needed you to get there, mm-hmm. right? Just like you need her to get you where you need to go, mm-hmm. and it works. Yeah, you know, and 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 it's so rare. It's mm-hmm. like a rarity. Is all the crap that's going on in the world and all the things that people are doing nowadays mm-hmm. for you guys to have a connection like you have mm-hmm. is rare. Mm. You know, a few, twenty years ago we might not be able to say that, right? But 
the current state of society now, for you guys to vibe like you are mm-hmm. and have that connection, it's rare. Mm. You know, just some of the people I know. Right. And some of these people have been married for years, mm-hmm. you know, or, or friends I see dating people right now. It's mm-hmm. like you guys have a rare connection. Mm. And I guess and, I never really think about it too much because it just, I yeah, just, it just is what it is. It really is natural. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't feel like I try hard to, for it to, to work. But that's the way it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be hard. It, yeah. It's supposed to. It, I mean, it is work. It is work. But it is it's, work. Right. But it's it's supposed to have its natural attrition. Like you mm-hmm. evolve into it, mm-hmm. right? You're supposed to flow. Right. And, and that's why it's working so well because you're not thinking a lot about it. Mm-hmm. You're just, you guys are just going through life, mm-hmm. you know, and. And it's working. That means you're making the right decisions mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. 99% of the time, you and Sam are making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's why you guys are successful. Mm-hmm. Because you're not making bad decisions. Right. right? You knew the timing to buy the house. You mm-hmm. knew where to go with the career. Right. You knew to take the risk from even leaving Optimum at that time. Mm-hmm. Like everything you guys have done, even if it was spur of the moment, mm-hmm. you, you made that right choice. Right. Right? Because now you've seen a work. But all that's hard work. It's mm-hmm. not like it wasn't hard work. You had yeah. to work at it. Yep. But the connection you two guys had, mm-hmm. it should go smooth, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not working at it, mm-hmm. right? But all this, you work, all, all the stuff you have and all right. that you worked at. But as far as the connection you guys have mm-hmm. and why it's working so well is because it's, your relationship is not trying. Yeah, like, I, feel like, I feel like we went through, you know, just like any relationship that gets tested, we went through those really trying times. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like once we achieved a certain level of closeness, it's way easier to maintain it than it is to, like, for it not to have achieved a certain level, I guess. Like, it just, after one day, it just, you know, we got so close and we were, we started growing together. Mm-hmm. Like, we started growing in the same direction as opposed to two things growing independently. We just started growing together. Like, we just, we were both moving in the same direction. And ever since then, it seems like it's been pretty smooth sailing. Like, things are just, naturally come a little bit easier you know i'm kind of you know put myself in check a lot more and think okay well was i being reasonable sometimes not mm-hmm. sometimes not so i have to kind of check myself you know and she does the same thing right you know she does the same thing we're both willing to like drop our egos for a little bit just to really think through what we're what we're saying or kind of our attitudes right towards things right and and you guys have you know you're you, you appear to be even keeled like you guys mm-hmm. are just pretty much you know, not over animated about anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are really, really seem to be down to earth, um, moving, moving somewhat spiritually though. Mm. I can say that it seems like you guys have some type of, uh, spirit, spirituality and you guys really don't talk about it. I mean, I've talked to both of you guys. We don't really talk about, um, your spirituality. It's never came up, but you guys yeah. move in that vein though. You move mm. as if it's, it's, I don't know. I don't even know what what the word is, you know. But you guys have this inner peace thing going on, mm. right? And it, it, when when I look at both of you guys, I don't see complexity. I don't see all that mass confusion you see in people when you talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like you guys seem like you 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 do look. Like you may have been through some things mm-hmm. per se, mm-hmm. but you don't see like when I talk to you guys, you guys are light up. Like you mm-hmm. light up. Like right. you can see it in your eyes, like, mm-hmm. like it's like everything that's coming out is good, mm-hmm. right? I've never seen you guys in a, 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 a 
some type of disarray, right? Oh, trust me, we have been. <laughs> right, right. Well, you're not projecting in front of me, and probably you wouldn't, because that's your personal business, right? Yeah. But no, but, it's there. It's trust me. It's, yeah. we, we do reach those points. It's just maybe I don't know. Maybe we have better control over it when we're around people. I'm not right. sure. Right. Well, well, because here's the case in point. There's people that you can have conversations with on the surface that you can tell they're going through stuff. You mm. guys never come off that way to me. Mm. Right? Yeah, we're just better hiding it than other people. Probably. That's all. Probably, probably, all. probably. But um, but with that being said, that's where the spirituality comes in at. Because mm-hmm. you know how to center yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You know how to take that out and not project it, right? Yeah. You I don't know. It's, yeah, no, I definitely... Um, I definitely do get that from time to time from people. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people, it's sometimes it's so kind of low key that people just don't notice it because mm-hmm. you tend to not really notice when things are like working well. Mm-hmm. I think I just have that personality where it's um, it's kind of like a, like it's it's an agreeableness. Mm-hmm. It's an agreeableness, so I can kind of move with conversations and I and I kind of know where boundaries are. I'm very mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive to to subtle boundaries, mm-hmm. and so I, I can easily walk into any situation, pick up on those subtleties pretty quickly and know what to say and what not to say. Right. So and that's just something that I, you know, coming from a big family, like that's a, mm-hmm. a skill you learn in a big family. Right. You know, so it's, it's not always, um, it's not always, uh, something that I should do. Mm-hmm. Like I should be a little bit more assertive in some cases. Right. So, but that's something I'm working on. That's something I know about myself that I'm always cognizant of i'm always aware of it right well it's almost like a superpower if you think about it (laughs) (laughs) you have the ability you have the ability to you know control any given situation the narrative everyone has that ability right you may have it more sharper than others Mm. right and and i know in our profession we deal with it a lot like you have to have that ability Mm -hmm. or to say the right things just in conversations on the phone when when members or or board members call in you have the ability to diffuse a situation Mm -hmm. and it's like mental chess and 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 our own personal lives i think it we benefit from all that practice because we're doing it every day right um but I think with you and Sam and, and myself included, we we already had that before we got into what we do today. Like it's it just enhanced what we already what we already had. Yeah. Right. Because you can't. It's almost like you can't be taught it. You have to have it natural. I hope my daughter has it. You know what I mean? Like I really do. Like I I wonder like who she's gonna be. Like, what's she going to be like? Mm-hmm. Is she going to be like me, like Sam? Is she going to be like the best of both of us? Is she going to be the worst of both of us? Like, who knows? She's going to have all that. She's going to have all that. Because you got to think about it. Think about what you got from your dad and what you got from your mom. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Right. Like, like, like I get the kindness from my dad. Even not that my mom wasn't kind. Mm-hmm. My mom is just focused. Mm-hmm. Right? Very mm-hmm. loving woman, but she's focused. Right. So I get my focus from her. Mm-hmm. But I get that kind have to you know pl- not please everybody my dad's just kind a kind mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. and i got that from him mm-hmm. so your daughter is going to do the same thing she's going to get your maybe your music ability mm-hmm. but then she'll have sam's tenacity when it comes to her her, her engineering or mm-hmm. her, her part of that education that technical side of education mm-hmm. she may grasp that right you know or since she's picked up Sam's technical ability and your mm-hmm. music ability, she may be a composer. Right. You know, she may cross those over together. Right. And, you know, it, it's, it's, 
you're giving you're giving her your superpower. Both That's of you guys true. are giving her super, your the superpowers I got from my parents. Mm-hmm. Like definitely, my mom is a very social person. Mm-hmm. She like she's like extrovert to the max. Mm-hmm. Like she just gets so energized by being around people. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same way. Same like, way. Yeah, I, I love I love being around people. Mm-hmm. I do get a lot of energy from it. But that being said, like I've really I would say probably within the last I'll just say ten years, but really in the last five years, mm-hmm. um, grown an immense appreciation for being more introverted which is what my wife is. So my wife's way more introverted than I am. Mm -hmm. And I've learned to tap into that. Mm -hmm. So it's like I've kind of gotten beyond like my own limitations as just an extrovert. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like I kind of got past that a little bit and now I'm able to appreciate also being introverted where I've been doing a lot of just sitting alone thinking or Mm -hmm. reading or Mm -hmm. all this type of stuff. And maybe that's where some of my centeredness is coming from. Right. Probably within the last five years, I've gotten way more centered than I was before because I feel more balanced. Well, you're different from the first time I met you six years ago because it's going on about six years because we started Optimum at the same time. So, yeah, it's right. been about six years. Mm-hmm. You were a totally different person, mm-hmm. like totally different. Like you evolved. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you went on this kind of soul searching journey for mm-hmm. six years mm-hmm. and you're different. I mean, if we could record what we did for lunch back then as opposed to now, it'd be two, you're two <laughs> different people. I think we both are different. Right? Oh, yeah. I think we're both are different. Yeah, no, you're, um, you're totally different too. Right. I, I think, you know, with the reading and, and the, the, uh, soul searching and the, the, just the inquisitiveness of trying to figure things out, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, um, you know, the connection with trying to figure things out, it kind of educates you. Right. And it puts you, it, it puts you in a, a state of calmness mm-hmm. because you, before the calmness, it was complex and you were trying to, it was, you're racking your brain. Yeah. I think it was just more of like when you come face to face with a bunch of chaos, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, basically you're like, what am I going to do? Right. What's going to happen? Right. Um, so like, I guess just through more knowledge, you know, just knowing things or, or thinking about things or reflecting about things and reading some of these, uh, you know, people who lived before us who were also going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you start reading what they're writing and some of the stuff that you were able to connect with because you've experienced it as well, mm-hmm. maybe in a different context, but maybe you've experienced something similar and you can relate to it. Once you can relate to those writings... Man, it opens up. It opens up a whole new world. And even though you can't experience everything the same as somebody else experiences, at least you have an indication of it. And then when you do go through it, it's like something clicks. Right. Like something clicks, and you're like, "Oh crap, I get it." Right. So if you've been exposed to something um, and you're going through it, sometimes you can even um, kind of anticipate it and avoid some some big faux pas. You can avoid some big some big blunders. Um, I think honestly, like I've been able to avoid several different things that probably, um, you know, probably could have set me back in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them was just, you know, drinking too much. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I there's a not, there's a lot of people out there who, who've gone through that. Yeah. I had to, like, myself included. I went through that whole thing myself. <laughs> so like just through like knowing that, that, that you have a problem with it, mm-hmm. um, is half the battle, right. like not, not being in denial about it. Right. Recognizing and then, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, recognize it for what it is. But at the same time, I'm not somebody who's gonna go and just say, well, I'm gonna be an aste- I'm gonna be an ascetic and just totally cut myself off from it. Okay. Because, you know, I, I don't think that that's healthy either. I mean I think everything's 
okay in moderation, and you always have to maintain some some tor- some sort of a not letting control. it control your life. Right, it's yeah. not controlling your life. Right. So it's it's yeah, learning from other people is like invaluable. Like you can mm-hmm. learn a lot of things from other people, but also some things, even though they could try to teach it to you in a thousand words or ten thousand words, and you're still not going to get it until you go through it. Right. What's that saying? If you don't read. You're gonna let history, the negative history, repeat itself, right? Oh yeah. If you don't read, you you you're not gonna be prepared with what's com- what's gonna come down the pike mm-hmm. or what's coming. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of people are putting position mm-hmm. where they have to think outside the box or have uh, have their own opinion, if anything, right? right? But if you don't read history or read, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be history. If you just don't read at all, right? You're not gonna be sharp enough. To catch things and and, mm-hmm. and um, or or just to evolve as a person, right? Right, and I think people miss out on self reflecting. You know, I think during this quarantine and and the time that I had to reflect on things made me realize that one materialism is not worth it. I mean, it's not everything that's attached to that. Mm-hmm. Is is not um, what I valued. Uh, you talked about value a few minutes ago. What I actually thought was value was superficial, right? It was it was to satisfy that part of what society says is success, mm-hmm. right? But talking and and having the podcast and and having that that what we talk about legacy or something that would be impactful to mm-hmm. motivate or leave behind. For people to to learn from, mm-hmm. it's way more important than me driving a Porsche or or wearing the new Air Jordans or whatever it is mm-hmm. that that I attach value to or I used to attach value to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there's always going to be those things that hey, you know, that's cool. I want that, <laughs> right. but but for the most part, it, it seems like it's not important. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not important. Right. Things to me that are important is that I want to feel good, mm-hmm. right? Honestly, I feel good when I've read something and it's working, right? Mm-hmm. I've read something or I heard something mm-hmm. that was really cool and meaningful and deep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's why Mother Nature, getting back to Mother Nature is something I'm so fascinated by, mm-hmm. you know? Or, you know, you were talking about the frankincense. Like, that's taking it back to the bare bones of... Mm-hmm. Of going to Mother Nature, right? Right, and I think th- that those things are really cool, right? You're you're not you're not um, you're not uh, uh, showing off. You're it's like well thought out. It's not typically what anybody does, um, but there's people that do it because it wouldn't be in existence if it, right. people do it. But it's just a different way of feeling and thinking, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's where we're evolving to. Yeah. I think this this time in history, if you're using, and we talked about this before, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're using this time in quarantine to um, reflect mm-hmm. on the choices you made mm-hmm. and educate yourself and take the time to read that book or take the time to walk that extra mile... Or take the time to actually know your neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to you can stay your social distance, right. but to actually get to know people mm-hmm. 
because I think there's just more of a large group of be people being humbled right now than any other time in history. Right. Everyone's being humbled at the same identical time across yeah. all economic levels. But what's funny is the people who have been superficial mm-hmm. are treating it in a superficial way. Right, but they won't survive. They, they, they're right. not going to come out on the other side good mm-hmm. because they're wasting the time. They're wasting their time trying to come out ahead. Mm-hmm. Right? They're they're going to do all these crazy things to try to come out ahead. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I think. I, I think it's meant it's emotional and mental. I think I think mm-hmm. it's the, how you move and how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think what you project out is what you're going to get back. Yeah, and that's basically how I've always just wanted to live. I just mm-hmm. always wanted to just, you know, put some good vibes out, get to know people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell you how many times my life has been better just from knowing somebody mm-hmm. and sharing an experience with them or, like, meeting their family and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, the connections you get from it. And, like, it's never done me wrong. And I, and I like, knock on wood, like, and I got that from my mom. Mm-hmm. I got that from my mom. Exactly. And, like, what did I get from my dad, though? Like, you my got- dad, mm-hmm. okay... My dad's an exceptional craftsman. Mm-hmm. Like, he does things well and with precision. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't, he's not somebody who's going to go and just, like, hire somebody to do something if he, he, if he can't mm-hmm. do it himself. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to learn how to do it. You know, he's going to teach me how to put an attic in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, he did that in his own house. Mm-hmm. By, like, he did it by himself right. well, with his brothers. Right. Um, but it's, um, it's one of those things where it's like, Man, I got so much from both my parents, and I can I can go on and on and on about well, it. Well, you did. Look how look at your aptitude with music. That's all your dad, yeah. right? All that creativeness, all that stuff you got, you got from him, right? The, I, I, it's either, mm-hmm. I don't know who that came from, actually. Well, uh, it's I, a combination I, of both, actually. Right, but, right. But it's, I, you know, because I'm thinking about like, oh, was my dad really like my dad had a good appreciation for music? I can tell you that growing up. Right. I, I remember my dad always listening to like pretty good music, mm-hmm. but my mom, she never really had an interest in in music like that. Well, it, it's kind of like not the music ability. Mm-hmm. It's your it's your your skill set. Like mm. your dad, he like. He's a journeyman or, or um, mm-hmm. a carpenter by trade. Right. You're kind of doing that with music. Mm, I your see your you energy that he puts out, you got that same type of energy and mindset. Mm-hmm. He, yours is just with music. Mm. His was at something else. He applied it to woodworking right. with his hands and everything. Right. You applied it to music. Mm, you're see. just like your dad. You're just doing it in a different Right, because it does take thing. a little bit of like technical ability. Mm-hmm. It takes some some understanding, but I think it started with an appreciation. It started with an appreciation, and then it grew from there. As you can see, Will and I were leading into some type of tangent. <laughs> That's how we tend to communicate. Um, again, if it's something that you don't want to go down that road and you want to kind of follow the series, you can move on to part three. Um, where we, we kind of circle back to um, fatherhood. Again, I hope you guys enjoy it and continue to listen. You can reach out to us at superpersonalpodcast at gmail.com, Instagram, superpersonalpodcast, Twitter, superpersonalpc. Thanks again.